Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
everybody you're listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got this radio show man how i got here i really can't explain it only by the grace of god that's all i can really tell you uh i was talking with a buddy the other day and he was telling me he said man uh, he had an interesting philosophy about it he say, uh, you know, you can have dreams and visions. He say, but God, God will never show you what all he has for you. He won't show you all of it because he knows you'll mess it up. And you know what, man? I thought about that, and wow, how true is that? Okay, I know that I got a radio show. I didn't see it. It's just become this major blessing for me. I didn't see it. But if I would have seen it and known when he had planned on giving it to me, I would have messed it up. Because number one, my first question would have been to him, why I got to wait so long? Why don't I go down here and start on the radio now? And then I'll be in radio. And then, ta-da, see there, God? But see, the thing about God is God don't need your help. Matter of fact, he don't really want it. All he wants is you to love him and obey him. If you can do them two things, I think, I think, I could be wrong. I think he'd be really cool with us. So had I known about these blessings that he had for me, I would have messed them up because I would have put my thinking in the figuring process, and that would have jacked it all up. That's the first thing I'd asked him, why I got to wait so long. And then if he'd have shown me what I was going to have to do to get it, I would have sure messed that up. Man, I ain't finna do that. I ain't finna do all of that. Wait a minute. I got to go through all of these mishaps in my life so when I get the radio show, I have something to share? Man, why don't I just read a couple books and share that experience with them? No. See, I want you to know what you're talking about. I want you to be transparent. I want people to be able to identify with your struggle and apply their struggle to it and see that they can get over it. See, God never shows you all of it because he know we'll mess it up. I wouldn't have any books. I certainly, please know I would not be the host of Family Field. Can I tell you that? <laughs> It is amazing, man, how God works. And my invitation to everybody today is allow God to work. You know, you can ask him why all you want to, and from time to time, I still do. No good for me, but that old why me, old woe is me, Lord thing, that don't really get it for me. Because when I start asking him why, I'm asking somebody who has a thought process so high above mine that there's no way if he told it to me, I wouldn't even get it. You wouldn't either. I don't care how bright you think you are, man. You just ain't going to get how and why he does it his way. You're not going to understand it. But he has a plan for each and every one of us. And if we adhere to the plan, 
if we submit ourselves to his will and just say, okay, God, what you want me to do? I am telling you it is the best way to live. Now, you can also do it the way I did it early on. You can just do what you want to do and see how it go from there. And I will tell you from personal experience, it's not going to go good. You know, my wife and I were talking the other day, and she said something with me, and I had to write it down. She said, Steve, you know the funny thing about sin? She says sin costs you more than you want to pay and causes you to stay longer than you want to stay. <laughs> I asked my wife where she got that from. She said some, some old person told it to her. She says sin costs you more than you want to pay and causes you to stay longer than you want to stay. That's the problem, man, about doing what you want to do. Because we are all sinners, man, all of us. All of us, every last one of us are sinners. You will be a sinner until you die. Now, you could be saved by grace, but you're going to be a sinner, man. You are going to make mistakes. You are going to, in your life, knowingly, knowingly do wrong. I bet you will. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know who you've been listening to, but get this. We are sinners. We were born into a world that is sinful. Now, it's okay. It's okay. It's our world. But we can make the best of it because we can form a relationship with God and we can, and we can go to war with this thing, you know, and we can win. You can actually get over. Being born into this world is not an end all. It doesn't mean you're doomed. No, nah, man. Because God is available to give you life and not only give you life, but give it to you more abundantly. I have more of an abundant life than I've ever had. If you took away the finances, trust and believe, I have so many things I could tell you that I'm grateful for. For my wife, for my children, man, for my family, for the few friends that I have, for the work that I do, man, for the respect that some people, that I feel around some people, from the reputation I've earned. Now, I ain't cool with everybody. I got that. I'm cool. I'm, I ain't cool with everybody. Everybody ain't cool with me. Everybody don't like me. Man, get past that right there. I don't care what you do. Everybody ain't going to like you. Some people didn't like Jesus. What did he do? What did he do wrong to anybody? Show it to me where he was just out there just messing over folks and you could justify all that happened to him. Just show it to me. But he knew everybody ain't going to like me. I just come to save y'all. You understand? I got you ain't feeling me. You're going to spit on me. You're going to hang me up there. You're going to pierce my side. You're going to do all that to me. When you get through, I still love you. That's, that's a powerful statement, man. I'm not there yet. I, I can't make that statement yet. I'm not there. I'm in a process. I'm striving to get better, but I can't make that statement. I don't really know nobody who could make that statement. Martin Luther King was pretty good at it, but I'm pretty sure he had some moments too where he just wasn't for all that pushing and spitting. Me, I ain't ever for it. But then at the same time, I have gotten better though. I have learned to let God handle situations, and I am getting better at it. If I could tell you what people have done to me this year and I've done nothing in retaliation to those people, 
nothing, not one thing in retaliation to those people. And I've sat by and I've watched God handle it all very neatly for me and in a way that I didn't even think was doable. God will take care of you. If you form this relationship with him, he has something for you. He has a plan for you that is beyond your imagination. He will give you the desires of your heart, but he also has some stuff in store for you that you're not even asking for, that he is willing to ship to an address that belongs to you as long as you stay on the right path and are trying your best. God will ship you the blessing anyway. Because please know he's done it to me. I'm a living witness to this, that God will ship you blessings and you ain't going to be perfect. But if he know your heart, man, if he know you trying to do better, if he see you trying to change, if he see you trying to get it right, he understands that you're going to stumble all the way through this thing. But if he know your heart and he know you trying to get it right and you're doing the best you can, Boy, he'll ship some stuff your way, man. You really be tripping, man. You will really be tripping. Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> man, it's crazy, ain't it? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Steve Harvey Morning Show is underway. Uh, we are here. It's on and cracking. Make no mistake about Shirley Strawberry. Oops. Hey. <laughs> Oops. My mic was off. Oh, hey, Steve. Good morning. <laughs> Carla Pharrell. Hello. What's up, crew? I'm back. What, what up, Junior? Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. What up, Jay? Watch out there now, Steve Harvey. What's going what on What up, with nephew? You, Big doggy dog. Riding in the building. How you feel? Uh, I feel like, um, you know, I'm grateful, man. I really am. Mm. You know, had a couple meetings, didn't go just like I wanted them to, but <laughs> it never does. <laughs> <laughs> it never does. <laughs> Look, can I ask you something? When you sitting in meetings, do they always go like you want them to no. go? Never. Oh. They never do. I don't know what I thought was going to happen different. <laughs> but I'm grateful, man. I'm in a great position. Life is filled with opportunities. Mm. I'm yes, amassing them all, and I'm mm. I'm about to get on my way, man. You have room for some more stuff, huh? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> You're doing oh, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got some. I ain't gonna have some room. Okay, you're gonna make yeah. some room. Yeah, cause you know nothing lasts forever. Yeah, and and so you got to go, go and, with the flow, man. And you make room for things that are important to you. Yeah, it's a proven fact, especially in relationships and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make room for sex. That's for sure. Mm. Oh, with or without someone. Right. I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't nobody make room for that? I do. Yeah. If, when, when, it, when I get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are times when I'm absolutely ashamed of the other three men on the show. Wow. I want to apologize to women because I don't know where that went to. It started yeah, with the just, food. You mean And then they just lined it? up and yeah. they just went yeah. with it. Yeah. I and I was going, why was this uh-huh. when from I'm grateful yeah. and yeah. opportunities and you make time for relationships. For relationships. He said, hey, well, you make room for sex. Right. Well, and then that started. And then this other food, with or without somebody. 
Yeah. And then Junior, me too. <laughs> well, if three fools went that way, why wouldn't the fourth fool follow? Why wouldn't no? Come see, because me? someone has to mm-hmm. direct the choir. Everybody can't be the. Everybody can't be an alto soprano and a tenor. Somebody mm-hmm. got to direct the choir. Okay, I let's we let's start over. Sex. You want we sing? Huh? <laughs> what? what? I thought we were talking about sex. Now we singing. I didn't know. You we was we talking about weren't. Sex. <laughs> we <laughs> weren't. <laughs> You were. <laughs> you were. <laughs> so right. what did you all think? Uh, I guess we'll be talking about it this morning. I was impressed by, uh, is her name? Uh, Kamala. 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 Kamala? Kamala. Mm-hmm. Not Kamala. No, Kamala. Kamala. Like a comma. Harris. With la. Mm-hmm. Kamala. Yeah, I was impressed Kamala with Harris. her. Her town, meet, town hall yeah, meeting. I was oh, impressed with yeah. her on yeah. CNN last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why she wants to be president. But, you know, she looked good. She looked good. She sounded good. Yeah, we'll talk about it all morning, uh, later in the morning as well. Coming up at 32 after the hour, uh, the fellas want to kick off this morning with Say What Moments. We'll explain right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so before we left off, you were talking about Senator Kamala Harris's uh, town hall meeting on CNN last night. And um, you were at, you had asked the question, you posed the question, why would anyone want to run for president? Man, I yeah, swear. didn't you know? I remember my mom used to say that about Obama. Why? Because you yes. you hold yourself up, you know, for the world to see, up to so much scrutiny and all of that. But apparently, you know, they feel like they can change the world or make the world a better place. He did. That's right. Yeah. He did. As a matter of fact, when she opened up in Oakland. When she made her big announcement, she said one of her statements were was, uh, we're better than this, referring to how the world the is country. now in the current uh, administration. Right. She said, we're better than this. Yeah, she made some great statements. I'm, I'm just, I mean, it's so early. We don't know who's going to be the nominee or anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to, be, hard to get behind one candidate right now. But she sounds very, she's sharp. I will say oh, yeah. that she's extremely sharp and she's sounding more than adequately qualified. Mm-hmm. And don't you think, Steve, it's good that she got in early? Because, Jump out early. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know her, or don't know her platform or what she stands yeah, for. Yeah, I think I think about. that's what I think that's one of the thoughts behind her jumping mm-hmm. out so early, being right, the first point. one out there to to claim it and run. And mm-hmm. so she's going to have more time to say what it is without being caught up in the fray. Right. You know, so I think she's very smart in doing it that way. Mm -hmm. We're a long way out, but this is what I wanted, though. But I was hoping that the Democratic Party would pick one or two and say, these are our two people we want to go with, and then let's go with that. But we're going to end up with a crowded field just like the Republicans did. Yeah. And if the guy from Starbucks gets in it and runs as an independent... Uh, he's going to take away a lot of Democratic votes, yeah. and they're going to hand this damn White House right back to this dude that's in here now. Yep, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to split division, that liberal yeah. Democratic vote. You know, mm-hmm. and we and we got to be smarter than that because yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. The Republican Party is slick, man. God Almighty, they're slick. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they got the guy from Starbucks to run. 
Yeah. Just yeah. I wouldn't. I really uh, Politics is a dirty mm. game. Yeah. Mm. That's dirty real game. dirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they playing dirty right now. Boy. Yeah. I, I remember this this current administration, the Trump administration, made me stop watching in my tracks House of Cards. Right, uh, and this was, was before, yeah, this was before <laughs> Kevin Spacey had his, yes. you know, situation. But I was like, I can't watch this now because what's happening in the White House is real. Wait a minute. It's real. Yeah. Yo, it's yeah, better. You can't write yeah. this. Uh-uh. Seriously, this administration is better than House of Cards. Yeah. You know, we got a president and he had a stripper. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, a porno, okay. you know, and then had a Playboy bunny. Several. Mm-hmm. That was uh better than House of Cards. Yeah. Uh, you know, all all he all he had was that little 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 aide. Oh. The oh, little yeah. girl that was eight, the one he pushed on the train. Yeah, the train. one that he killed. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you know this. I know. I can't believe you know this. Nobody would produce it. I don't that's think if you wrote what was in the White House, they wouldn't produce it. They no, that's because they wouldn't it. believe it. That's, that's they why, wouldn't believe it, right. No. Yeah, that's why there's that saying, truth is stranger than fiction. Uh-huh. That's right. It's a four-year movie, baby. That's what it is. A four-year But you have all of that. And it's like crazy, man. I mean, I actually come home, and I've watched CNN more now than total in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I go to see what he's done because they will at least tell you what he's done. Now, when you cut over to Fox, they act like he didn't say that. (laughs) I know. Oh, man. They be talking about (laughs) anything and everything else. Yeah. 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 But, you know, man, when he uh, when he ended the shutdown, Mm -hmm. Rush Limbaugh got on him. That other lady named Laura. Laura I mean, a whole lot of people jumped on him. Yeah. about it because man I went wow they hard look like he gave in he well he caved he did cave. Yeah, he cave. now 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 Rick Santorum the guy from Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania where he's from that he used to be a presidential candidate yeah, yeah. he he did say something he said he didn't cave he ended the Shut shutdown mm-hmm. he didn't cave he did what he thought was right for the American people but when he does that you guys jump on him then you jump on him for causing the shutdown. Then when he ends the shutdown, you jump on him and you call him a coward and he's caving. He's just trying to do what's right by the American people. And then I went, okay, wait a minute, man. You was doing all right until you said that. Spinning. But let me you, it. you cannot say you're doing right by the American people when you're putting people, you're giving them no pay. Well, Steve, right. let me ask you something. Put them in a position mm-hmm. in the first place. Isn't it? Isn't it? Ironic that he opens it back up right before the Super Bowl. I mean, look, he got businessmen yeah. as friends. Yeah. And they done called him, them Republicans. Now, look, we ain't going to be able to fly in. Yeah. LaGuardia is almost shut down. Then yeah. we got this bad weather coming. Yeah, you know, you, airspace was yeah, yeah. yeah, you're creating a mess. Man. Yes. And we got businesses. Money. And so he had to cave in. <laughs> Bottom line. Back to that. Yeah. Because you didn't get the wall, so you caved in. But see, this ignorant thought of talking about it can be shut down again in 15 days, you might as well just throw your presidency in the toilet if you shut this government down again because ain't anybody finna ride with you twice. Even your supporters ain't gonna ride with you twice. Yeah, in, but in three how quickly they forget, though, Steve. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I just I've wouldn't. never been jammed that far up nobody's butt. <laughs> wow. Well, look at all the stuff that he did that he still got elected. So it's it'll Once be- you do me on my money, me and you too, partner. Mm. 
Oh, I see what you're saying. All right, uh, coming you're up. You're going to ask my cousin about that. We ain't spoke since I was 17. Coming up next, <laughs> it is the nephew back with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're 62. Yeah. <laughs> $7. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in national news, the deep freeze in the Midwest, Northeast, uh, to experience record cold. In uh, entertainment news, yesterday, Taraji P. Henson got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And the Michael Jackson family, they've responded to the accusations made in the new documentary that's coming out called Leaving Neverland. But right now, it is the nephew. He's here to run that prank back. What you got, Nev? They moved Big Mama. Big Mama is in a urn, and they moved Big Mama. Oh, okay. You ain't never had an urn in your life. You don't know what's happening. They moved Big Mama. Here it is. Cleaning service. I'm trying to... Can I speak to the owner of the company? This is he. Is this Robert? The owner is Robert. Is this Robert? Yes, sir, this is. This is Mr. Robert. How can I help you? My name is Carruthers. Y'all, y'all clean, y'all clean my, uh, my, my house last week. Okay. <laughs> and when y'all move the furniture to clean the carpet, somebody, somebody moved my grandmother off the coffee table. And she not in there no more. Hold, 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 hold on one second for me, sir. Do you know what, what day did we clean your house on, sir? Last Wednesday. Y'all clean my you house. You said we came to your house on Wednesday of last week. What, what's your address, sir? Big Mama! Is 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 okay? Is Big, Mama. okay? Big Mama! Big oh, Mama! Sir, hello. You said your name is Carruthers, and we came to your house on Wednesday. If you don't mind, can I have your address, please? Yo, Big Mama! Big Mama! Okay, Mr. Carruthers, listen. If 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 we if your grandmother now was your grandmother laying on the carpet? I mean, my guys don't move people, sir. Uh, we would not have moved my out grandma. My grandma, she was on the, she was on the coffee table. Her, her urn was on the coffee table. Oh, my okay. grandmother passed. Oh. Bethany laid. Oh. Y'all, and somebody moved her, and now the vase is still there, but the ashes. Is... Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. So you're saying that you're oh, big mama. I am so sorry. Uh, listen, I, I just lost my grandmother not too long ago, sir. I, I know how you feel. I, now, 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 listen, my guys would not have knocked over a, a vase or something like that, or they would have told me if they uh, knocked over something. Are you sure that it was my cleaning service? Yeah, I ain't have. No, nobody had no two different carpet cleaning services to come by in the same week, man. Y'all the only ones came by there. Y'all the ones that did it. Y'all the ones moved my grandmama, and now my grandmama gone. Mr. Carruthers, Mr. Carruthers, I'm sorry about that, but if you would give me your address, I can confirm that that actually was my company that came by you. I'm, I apologize, sir. Uh, uh, so I'm sorry. Big mama. Oh, big mama. Big mama. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Now, if can you please just give me your address, sir? Let me let me pull some information up in my system, and we can we can straighten all this out. Uh, hold on for one second, please. Uh, baby, do, do, do me a favor. Go and ask Wayne and Robert Jr. to come in here for a second. They had to be the ones to clean that man's carpet on last week. Uh, hold on a second. Come on, 
knocked over his grandma earth. Now you come Big Mama! <laughs> come in here now. Big Mama been there. She been on that coffee table for Her 10 years. She been on that mama. coffee table for 10 years. And now y'all, y'all done messed up. Mr. Carruthers, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to find out if... if, if you know what? Just, <laughs> when I get myself together, uh-huh. I'm going to come down there and I'm going to kick some... At that damn place of yours, you hear me, Mr. Carruthers? Now, now listen. I'm gonna do everything that I can to help you, but now don't, don't. Uh, you're not gonna threaten me on this phone. Hey, listen, you, you move my grandmama, and I'm, I'm gonna move you now. You hear me? I'm, a, I promise you, I'm gonna tell everybody not to use this damn carpet cleaning service because y'all don't hey, know what the hell no, y'all no, no, hold, hold the hell on. Now li- listen. Now, now, uh, it, it took me a long time to get my services together, sir. We do a real good job. Now, you're not going to threaten me. Y'all move people's grandmama. That's what y'all do. You move people's grandmama. <laughs> we, sir, we have never had this kind of incident. As a matter of fact, we haven't had any incidents at all. So, again, I'm, I'm going to do everything mama. that I can. I, I'm sorry about your grandmother, sir. We're going to get everything squared get, away I'm from I'm you. I'm going to get an ad it. in the newspaper and tell everybody not to use this damn service. I promise Look, you that. I done told you once. Now, you're not going to threaten me about my damn company no more. You understand me? I'm, you're not going to put no ad in no newspaper, and you're not going to sit there and tell me what you're going to do. I done called my sons in here. I done called my nephew in here. They're the only ones that clean that goddamn on carpet. Now, I'm going to find out what happened, but you're not going to threaten my company. You understand? This is how I make my living. Now, I don't know how you make your living, but this is how I make my you living. You don't make your living by moving people's grandmamas, man. You move my grandmama. My grandmama ain't on the coffee table no more. Sir, sir, it's, I'm sorry that your grandma is not on your coffee table no more. Look, I'll try to find out what happened. We're going to get this fixed for you, but you got to work with me. You ain't got, well, I'm we'll coming down there right now to do damn office and start kicking some <laughs> Have your boys there and have <laughs> your there too. Now, you, you, oh, you're going to come down here. Come on, well, bring your Come on down here right now. I'm not scared of you, man. You're not, I'm trying to help you, and you want to go off on me like that, bro? I don't give a Matter of fact, come on down here right now. You won't give me even your address. I don't even know where you are. Man. I don't even know if we've seen you. I, I promise you, I'm whooping your boys and your If y'all done move my grandma, you move my grandmother, man. Let me tell you bro. Mr. Carruthers, don't threaten me and don't threaten me about my boy. Now, that's my son. I don't take that too lightly. I will come personally to your house right now, beat your and then come back and clean your house for free. Do you understand me? Don't you threaten my children and don't you threaten me. Matter of fact, get off my damn phone. I got one more thing I want to tell you, man. What? Is you listening? What is it, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, dog. <laughs> Hello? Say, say, Hello? Say, man. Ethel. Ethel, don't. I just. Don't worry about it. That, 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 wasn't, that wasn't nobody. That's just Tommy, man. You ain't right, dog. <laughs> You ain't right. You called me, tell me. <laughs> now, you got my sons in the looking like, like nothing did, so I'm going to go bust them inside their head, man. You won't tell me what you going to do with my cousin, man. You know how long it's been, so I had my cousin started, man. You wrong for that, Tom. Oh, God. You wrong, man. Hey, man, Robert, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey morning show player, man. I listen to y'all every morning, man. Y'all every morning. Look here. Why don't you tell Dr. Steve, man, y'all need to put a carpet cleaning award over in the hoodie award, man. Carpet, uh, we need a carpet cleaning. You mean a carpet cleaning in a category? Carpet cleaning category, man. Y'all need to go and put one in, man. I'm telling you. What you think? Pretty decent?
play too they much. They move Big Mouth. Did they move all that hollering you was doing. Yeah. You got to, you got to put it in there, bro. I know. You were really active. I know. Big Mama! I know we got to go, but a little bit, Junior. A little bit, huh? Tommy. What? Huh? Yeah. Wasn't that it? Man, huh? come on. Hey, uh, man, what? Huh? Who am I? You the, Tommy, you, you the do greatest. This yesterday. Huh? You what? the greatest. Boy, if you don't speak up. No, I ain't never seen nobody better. You better, you better praise me. But you the king, you the king of praise. How you? But you gonna be opening for me though. I know. I can't wait. Ah, all right, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Thank you, nephew. Coming back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in 20 minutes, Ask Steve relationship questions. We have some questions for you, Steve, from steveharveyfm.com. Yeah. Not a problem. (laughs) But first, uh, in today's entertainment news, Michael Jackson's family has responded to the accusations made in the documentary Leaving Netherland. In a just-issued statement, the family members are furious that the media, who chose to believe the word of two admitted liars without a shred of proof or single piece of physical evidence, uh, that is a reference to Wade Robson and James Safechuck, who both alleged sexual abuse by Michael when they were under the age of 10, and uh, they admitted to lying in court to protect Michael at the time from similar charges that were made by others, claiming that uh, people have always loved to go after Michael. This is what the family said, who was an easy target because he was unique. The statement leans on the outcome of the trial where Jackson was found to be what? Completely innocent. The family adds the creators of this film were not interested in the truth. They never interviewed a single solitary soul who knew Michael except the two perjurers and their families. Angry that the media are perpetuating these stories, the Jacksons close by stating, "The truth is on our side." Steve, this is all. This is ain't nothing but about some money. Hmm. You ain't fact check. When you when you had him in court, when you had all the eight year olds available to say something, the one thing that came out of this whole thing was a GQ article that they buried that. The boy grew up and admitted that his father forced him to say all this stuff. His dad was a dentist, put him under the influence. They talked about how they had intentionally did that. I knew Michael. Michael shouldn't have paid the first time he paid. He just said he didn't want to go through it, and he paid the money just to make it go. He's just a just a really, really cool guy. Michael Jackson ain't never molested no kid. Now, I'm going to defend that because I've talked with him. I've seen him. That's not what he was. Now, did he have kids over at his house? Yeah, he had all that. But he wasn't sexually molesting no kids. Mike had chicks, man. Y'all don't know. I'm telling you. The dude was straight player. He had plenty of chicks over there. Hmm. Oh, you be sitting over there and you be going, okay. <laughs> all right, Mike. <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. Okay. No, I'm not going with this. It's just bull. The man is dead. They trying to make some money with a movie. And they got two people that they paid some money to go along with it. Can't oh. verify none of that. Get on out of here. Yeah. Always trying to bring somebody down. This ain't numbers. This is some old cropped up mess. It's uh, it's called Leaving Netherland uh, again, Neverland, and um, it's coming out on uh, HBO, I think. Ain't and, interviewed nobody. Yeah. No damn yeah. body. All right, we're moving on. Um, uh, in other entertainment news, Steve, we have to say congratulations to our girl Taraji P. Taraji. Henson. 
because she's finally gotten her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So happy for her. So deserving. Yeah. All right, Taraji. Yeah. Yeah. She's a bad girl. Mm-hmm. She was dressed oh, in red. She looked mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah, she really mm-hmm. did. Her red. I saw yeah, her all her red. Uh-huh. When did she get it? Yesterday? Yesterday. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I done drove by there. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah, she, long time ago. She's got a new movie coming out too mm-hmm. called uh What Men, what men want. want. Yeah, oh, what yeah. men want. Yeah. What That's Packer. What women want. No. What men no. Yeah, it's what men want. Because Mel Mel Gibson had what women what want. Women. Right. Yeah. Women but, okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, the deep freeze in the Midwest, Steve. We're moving on. And the Northeast. And in Houston, a serious story out of Houston, five police officers were shot. All right, Steve, it is that time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here she is, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Yes, this is Antrip with the news, and let me get to it. Blizzard conditions in Chicago and other Midwest cities forced airlines to cancel thousands of flights yesterday, and there are more cancellations and delays reported on a flight scheduled to take off today. The bitter cold from North Dakota to Missouri and east into Ohio also resulting in businesses shutting down and schools closing. In Chicago, the record low temperature of 27 below zero could be actually broken today. Mayor Rahm Emanuel is turning community centers into warming shelters, other things for those who have no heat. CTA and Family Services sent the bus to pick up homeless people to make sure that if they didn't want to go to a warming center, that there'd be a bus to make sure that they could be off the streets. So he's trying to do everything he can. Wisconsin's governor has declared a state of emergency and non-essential government offices in Michigan, including the state capitol, are closed because of all this deadly, frigid weather. The Trump administration says it's getting ready to pull U.S. troops out of Afghanistan if negotiations with the Taliban go the right way. Uh, They're trying to get the Taliban to stand down and allow the Afghanis to govern themselves. The U.S. has some 14,000 troops over there. Meanwhile, President Trump has accepted House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's invitation to deliver his State of the Union address in the House on Tuesday, February uh, 5th. Pelosi had uninvited the president to deliver the speech while the government shutdown continued. Uh, the House and Senate must still pass a resolution officially inviting President Trump to address a joint session of Congress. Meanwhile, the current stopgap government funding deal expires February 15th. We all know that. So that a committee of both Democratic and Republican lawmakers are set to begin negotiations tomorrow aimed at passing a longer term financial agreement. Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker has announced indictments against a Chinese tech giant accusing that company of stealing American technology. One charge concerns a certain cell phone company. In 2012, Huawei began a concerted effort to steal information about a robot that T-Mobile used to test mobile phones. Huawei's engineers allegedly violated confidentiality and non-disclosure agreements with T-Mobile by secretly taking photos of the robot, measuring it, and even stealing a piece of it. The company is also accused of financial fraud, accused of, of trying to circumvent U.S. sanctions against Iran. Several Houston cops were shot and injured yesterday during a gunfight. They are reportedly are serving a warrant in connection with a drug investigation. Two suspects, they were shot dead. The officers are expected to survive. Rachel True, the pretty African-American actress who starred in the movie The Craft back in 1996, says she's been frozen out of fan reunions with her white colleagues because she feels it kind of looks racial. Today is National Corn Chip Day. Mm, also bubble wrap day, but you can't crunch bubble wrap. Well, you can pop it. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time for Ask Steve. Uh, here's a question from uh, Steve Harvey FM. This okay. question is from Miss Alex O. 
She wants to know, Steve, she's been having trouble finding love, she says. She's wondering why men always seem to think you're rushing when you tell them what you want and what you're looking for. Okay, so why don't you stop doing that? Because it does sound like you're rushing. See, you you got to understand something. See, ladies, you want to find out if a man is serious as soon as you can. There's ways to do it without saying, look, I want to. I don't want to be fooled around. I want a relationship. I want kids. I want to get married. You just met him. Now you rushing. When you first go out on a date, your first first objective should be to see if you can enjoy each other's company. See, you won't sound rushing if you slow it down. So, yeah, to a man, if you put down all these, I'm looking for marriage. I want something serious. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, he going to bounce. Why don't you just go on a date and see if you can enjoy the guy? He going to ask you what you want because we need the roadmap to your heart. So we going to ask you. If you just, then when he asks you, then you got to just say other stuff. Like, I want a man who's uh, practices chivalry. I want a man who's kind and thoughtful. I want a man who uh, is polite. I want a man who's hardworking. I want a man who's sincere and honest. Then you let him show you what that is. Don't give him the roadmap to your heart by going, I want a man who calls me all the time, sends me flowers and chocolates, and buys me cards. Because for two weeks, you finna get all the cards, chocolate, and flowers. You're going to choke on it. I want a man yeah. who wants sex all the time. Yeah. Somebody say that. <laughs> oh, you don't have to ask. Yeah. Good. Just say it. You <laughs> want that. Come on, you know? fool. Better get this. Are you finished with that? <laughs> See me sitting over here? I am now. Because <laughs> he's Tommy. <laughs> no, no, no. It ain't just Tommy. You heard the mother two fools. He jumps right on that with Stupid ass. Man, that was a great answer. The game. The game. Seriously? Hey. The game? <laughs> hey, it was relationship questions. Now, we done done one because of guess why. <laughs> uh, coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to have have more of Ask Steve. What is it? Act like a lady, Act think like, like a man. Think there like you go. You. Why men think you're rushing when you simply tell them what you want? Right after this, we'll be back at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we're in the middle of Ask Steve, and the question put before you from Ask Steve, from uh, Steve Harvey FM, was submitted by Alex O. And Alex O says, Steve, I've been looking, I've been having trouble finding love. I, I was wondering why men always seem to think you're rushing when you tell them what you want and what you're looking for. Why is that? Well, see, I don't know too many men who go, so, so what are you looking for in a relationship? That's not all opening line question for most guys on the first date so so when you when a man you a man will always say so so tell me what you like you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that but a woman can't wait to talk about relationship status because she don't want to waste no time you know a lot of women have felt like they wasted time uh, with people that wasn't interested in the same things they want to do. So they, what you're trying to do in the beginning is to make sure that you're equally yoked, that he wants the same things that you want. But careful in the beginning, mm-hmm. because in telling him all of this, you're looking at him, and he's thinking that you're expecting this from him. 
And if you just met, if you just met, then, you know, I mean, he may want a family. He may want to get married someday. He may want children. But he just met you. He doesn't know if he wants any of those things with, with you. you. Mm-hmm. And that's the troubling part. And so now he's going like, wow. And you got him hemmed up in the corner like all this before y'all can go any further that, you know, this has to be what this is about. This has got to be leading to marriage or family or relationship. Or we need to stop this right now. He don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know. But on, if you find good sex first, won't, won't love come after that? No, hell no. You know how many times? You're talking to the man who created the 90-day rule, Tommy. And, and shout out to your book, Stephen. I'm going to get it right this time, I promise you. Act like a lady, think like a man. And he's currently helping me with my new one. What? Think like Steve, act like Tommy. That's what we coming out with. Man. Ain't nobody acting <laughs> That ain't good either way you that. put it. You, <laughs> can, <laughs> you, can, you can say think like Tommy, act like Steve. <laughs> I don't care how you put it. Yeah. Tommy and Steve ain't moving no books off no show. <laughs> but it is your 10th anniversary, right, of your very yeah, first book. book, 10th too. anniversary. The book is and, called uh, Think Like Tommy, to... End Up Like Tommy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> now that'll sell. <laughs> but, but Steve, congratulations on your 10th. Tenth... place, man. <laughs> yeah, it was actually uh, in the book. I did a show about mm-hmm. the book, and the book jumped up to number three. Wow. Yeah. wow. I just did a show on it and it jumped to number three on wow. Amazon. So yeah, it's it still, was a big book day. Still a handbook for ladies if you're um, in relationships. It really is, yeah, it, it really, really is. Yeah. Because so, it's a 10 year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten it's, it's a gift that keeps on giving us what yeah, I say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's you were a kid right. 10 years ago and you're a woman and you're 20 now, mm-hmm. you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Right. So now. You know, I mean, it's a lot of women who could use the book, act like a, a lady, lady, think like a man. Yeah. Because yeah. I try to help women out with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just so you can get a, a feel for it. We address that in the book, too. You how do. How to handle it. Yeah, you do talk about um, when you first meet a guy, what you talk about. You do talk about pacing yourselves. You do talk about standards. Even since then, Shirley, I've written 14 questions for women mm-hmm. that mm. they should ask on a first date. Wow, because you have, okay, like what? Give me give me. Top I'll give five. you an example. Mm-hmm. If you want to know how much a man makes. Huh? Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, with mean, We're with you. We're with you. I mean, I mean you know, because especially grown women, they want to make sure the man is financially stable. So you right. you can't come out and go, well, how much do you make? <laughs> oh, you can't? Yeah, you, no. no, that ain't what you do. No. You ain't been out there in a while, Carl. <laughs> Too direct. All but right. you know the way to address that? How? I'll, I'll tell you when we come back. Well, no, we have a, we have, oh, is it is it going to be long? Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can't ask, ladies, so how much you make? <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't ask them. They can ask me. Well, you know, you can do that, but it's <laughs> gonna, you're going to wind up getting uh, categorized. <laughs> I can tell you real quick because it helped me get it. So yeah. We ain't got to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll come back and address that. Also coming up, the nephew's prank phone call. That's all coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject, my husband's supportive secretary. All right. 
But uh, right, <laughs> <laughs> right before we get into your prank, nephew, uh, Steve, you were saying that uh, there's a, a better way for women to ask men how much they make if they want to know right. that. Right. See, you got to be slick. Mm-hmm. So instead of going, well, you know, how much do you make? Just mm-hmm. ask him, what do you do in your spare time? People with money do different stuff in their spare time. Uh, mm-hmm. Golf costs money. Oh. Traveling, when they say travel, mm-hmm. they got money. When they say golf, that's you can't golf is expensive, man. So what if he sleep? What if he? What if? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, you know. So y'all ain't finna have nothing, uh-uh. and just go on lockdown. <laughs> He could be broke. Yes. <laughs> He's napping. Well, he you can't make a million dollars sleep. I got news for you. <laughs> you be rich and tired. Listen, ladies. Yes, please. And no, go pick up the really book. Uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, 10th Anniversary Edition by the one and only Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. All right, nephew, time for the prank. What you got for us Brand today? spanking new. Mm-hmm. Can I mm. borrow your freezer? Pull over. Here it is. <laughs> Equipment. This is Trina. How can I help you? I'm trying to reach uh, Dale. Dale's the manager, right? Yes, Dale is the manager. How can I help you? Okay. Is is Dale available? Is he there? He's actually with a, a customer. Is there something that I can help you with or pass along a message? Okay. So y'all allied equipment. What what what, what exactly do y'all have there? I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm calling the right place. Oh, yes, of course. Um, it, It's a restaurant supply company. Um, so we have, you know, everything from freezers, refrigerators to your basic restaurant supplies. Okay. Well, y'all do have freezers because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, what I'm trying to do is, is uh, uh, I've run out of freezer space, and I'm trying to see if possibly, you know, my back is up against the wall right now. I'm trying to see if I can possibly uh, put something in, in one of you all's freezers for a couple of days. Uh, until I get freed up on this end. So that's why I wanted to to see if you guys uh, would allow me to do something like that. Is that possible? Um, sir, sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused. You don't want to buy a freezer. You just want to put something in one of our freezers? I just want to put something in there for a couple of days because I, I have a freezer, but mine is completely full. And I'm trying to see if I can put something in you all's freezer until, you know, for a couple of days, and then I'll come back and get it. Um, I'm so sorry. We we don't do that. Um, uh, if, if you wanted to to come by and and purchase a freezer, I'm I'm happy to help you. But we don't allow outside vendors to put things in our freezers. That's that's yeah. That's I'm sorry. Okay. Well, well I was told if Dale would hear what was going on, he might he might be able to help me though. Okay. Um, you you said your name was Kevin. Kevin. Okay, Kevin, if you just hold a moment, I will see if Dale can take your call. That's, that's what the hell I asked in the first place, is to speak to Dale. Okay, then. Hold on a moment, please. Hey, this is Dale. How can I help you? Hey, Dale, how you doing? This is uh, Kevin, Kevin. And hey. uh, I, I've been on the phone with, with uh, your, your salesperson. But I, I, let me tell you what I'm trying to do, man. I'm, um, I'm trying to use your – you have a lot of walk-in freezers that you all sell, right? Right, we do, yep. Okay. So what what I got is my freezer is completely full, man. And I'm I'm right. my back is against the wall. You can't rec- highly recommend it to give you a call 
is it possible for me to um uh I need to keep something frozen for a few days. Uh it's only gonna be like two days. My my freezer will be uh you know, half empty in a couple of days. I just want I just need some somebody to just kinda help me out here. Is it possible for me to bring something over there to keep keep it frozen for a couple of days? You know, what we got is a showroom, you know, with different displays so you could see what different kind of refrigerators look in your restaurant. But I mean, if you wanna come and take a look at one I could have you in if you're interested in buying one. But no, no, they're just there for show, you know. Right, right. No, no, I have a, a, a cooler. I have a freezer already, but like I say, mine is just full. In a couple of days, it won't be. And I really got to get this this stuff on um, frozen, man. I, 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 I'm gonna be in trouble. Like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm my back against the wall over here, man. And um, I can't remember who recommended you, but you came highly recommended that you might be able to show me a little love on this. Look, I guess it comes down. It depends on what do you need. How much? How much do you have that you need frozen? I mean, I don't even know what you well, got. Well, I got um, three bodies that I need to get um, to keep, you know, to keep frozen, man. That we, you know, we run a mortuary over here. This is Bozeman bodies. Mortuary. Yeah, yeah, we got, you mean we got three people bodies. Yeah, yeah, we got three bodies that, and like I say, my 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 freezer's full, man. But in a couple of days, you know, these bodies, you know, the funerals would have happened, so we'll we'll be freed up, you know. But right now, I got I got three bodies coming in today that I got to get in the freezer. What are you, are you crazy? <laughs> Are you trying to get your damn mind? No, 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 I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. So, I'm, like I said, you can't highly recommend it. You know, and I'm just trying to get somebody to show me a little love. Man, you got those freezers. You don't have nothing in them. You know, I just need it for a couple of days. <laughs> you got to be out of your mind. We're not talking about ice. This isn't chicken wings or a pork shoulder. These are people. You are out of your mind, man. But but listen to me, Dale. Dale, listen to me. what I'm. Un- you don't understand how serious this is. I have to keep them frozen. That's the reason why I'm calling you. I'm needing your help, man. Yeah, I understand that. Look, if you want to, I'll have you come in. You buy your own freezer. You can put your own bodies in your own freezer. How am I supposed to show off my showroom with frozen bodies in the freezer? Uh, but just just don't just don't show that one for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Don't just don't show it. Oh, we'll just cover. You know what? You know what? Here's what we could do. We could put the bodies in there, just cover them up, and people don't won't know what it is. Yeah, and then I get a buyer that comes in, and the cover falls off it, and I got a frozen dead body in my freezer. Is that even legal? I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, here's the deal, man. You came highly recommended. They told me that you would probably show me some love. I'm actually. You know, getting ready to load up and come your way. Dude, you keep those dead bodies away from my store. I'm telling you right now. I can't hook you up on this one, all right? I just can't do it. Okay, but we shouldn't load up and come that way, though, man. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I have no... You know what? You want to come talk to me. You want to buy a freezer for yourself, and you want to freeze your dead bodies on your own. I don't care. I'll sell you a freezer. I got no problem with selling you a freezer, but you're not bringing the bodies here. It's just not happening. So if Alonzo, if Alonzo calls you and, and Green lights it, is it okay then? I, I highly doubt Alonzo's going to call me and tell me to put three dead <laughs> bodies in, on our showroom floor freezers. I okay. highly doubt that. Okay, okay. But, but, but guess what Alonzo told me? What did Alonzo tell you? Alonzo told me to give you a call. He told me to give you a prank phone call. This is never oh. me from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Get sir. Yes, sir. Here. 
That's incredible. Oh, I'm, I'm having a, my chest hurts. Oh, oh, jeez, that guy. Oh, you just you just got pranked by your GM, baby. That's what's oh. happening right here. All right, man, give me one more thing. You got to tell me this right here, Dale. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, y'all gotta give me some. It's 2019, baby. Oh my God. It's 2019. You got to come with it. Huh? All right, let me put this out there. I gotta put this out there. All right. 14, 15, and 16th of February. All right, that means Valentine's. I am in Colleen, Texas, twice as funny comedy club. 14, 15, 16. The nephew is in Colleen, Texas, twice as funny comedy club. Tickets on sale right now. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour. That'll right probably above... be the one I come to. Well, come on. <laughs> I've been waiting. Come on, Cleveland. Tampa was waiting on you. Everybody looking at the door. When he coming in? When he coming in? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. And uh, we'll be looking for Steve for sure. Up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband's supportive secretary. Hmm. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. And, Steve, we want to take this time right now to congratulate you on 10 years of your book because it was born out of uh, these letters and these issues. I'm talking about Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, (laughs) your book, 10-year anniversary. So congratulations. Congratulations, Big Yeah, Dog. you know, I was actually thinking about writing one more. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. But I was debating okay. on whether I was going to do a book deal or or if I was going to do it independently. Publish it independently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You got okay. a name for it? Yeah, but you I can't give it away right now. Yeah, I got the name of it. You got, you got all the people you need to help write it? Yeah, mm-hmm. we can help. We can help with <laughs> no, names. No, you can't. No. But no, this is a great no. name. You ain't even heard it. You ain't even heard okay, it. Okay, okay. All right. It? What's the name of it, Jeff? Think like a man. When do I get it? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. This is All right, let's get to the letter. <laughs> Cookie Monster. <laughs> Should have left him right over there on the top. No, 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 no. Stop talking like that. It's been two years. <laughs> Let that go, Jay. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, thank you. Uh, subject, my husband's supportive secretary. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 14 years, and we have two sons. My husband is a middle school principal, and I work full-time in an office. <clears throat> Excuse me. My husband and I have a great social life. And uh, we used to focus on keeping the romance alive in our marriage, but my boys are very active in sports now, so it's hard to find time to hang out together. It has not affected my husband's social life at all, though. He still hangs out after work, and I have a big issue with who he chooses to spend his time with. He has been going out with his secretary to have a quick dinner or just to grab a drink, as he says. His secretary is married, too, but her kids are grown, so she doesn't have to rush home after work. After the first couple of times the two of them went out, I went up to the school and had a talk with both of them. Hmm. She told me that they are merely co-workers and good friends that tell each other everything. 
He told me that I should not have come up there and that there was nothing going on. Later, when he got home, he was angry with me and told me that I don't support who he is as a black man and the secretary is easy to talk to. She listens to him. I was furious and humiliated. Meanwhile, he's hanging out after work. I am running around with our boys, making sure they are at all of their practices and games. But I'm not supportive. I really need some good advice before I wring his neck. Please help. Go ahead and wring his neck. Go ahead, because he is wrong. I mean, your husband's out of order. He's ignoring everything you're telling him and just doing whatever he wants to do with his so-called best friend and very supportive secretary. I think your husband's disrespectful, and he knows. Should you have gone up to his job? No. No, you shouldn't have gone up to his job because, you know, that could cause him to get fired or whatever, depending on, you know, what happened after that. But he didn't. So that's OK. If you guys can't work this stuff out at home, there is something really serious going on. Uh, a telling line in the letter, he said uh, a couple of them. I don't <laughs> that you don't support who he is as a black man. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? None. Right. That was a good line. But though. yeah, he tried her. Didn't he Work try her? Dog. Yeah, he tried it. And uh, and but this is a real telling line. The secretary is easy to talk to. She listens to him. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a very telling line. And you had every right to be furious and humiliated. Uh, he's not listening to you. you she listens to him, but he's not listening to you at all. And where he wants your support. Where's his support? You're the one running around with the boys, making sure they're at all of their practices and games. Isn't that something that uh, usually the dad does or you guys do together? You both support your children. Meanwhile, he's at the club hanging out, doing his thing with his secretary. No, this is wrong. And your and your husband is wrong. He's not supporting you as a black woman, as a black wife, as a mother as a lover, all of these things, okay? He's wrong. He needs to get it together, and I'm all for you wringing his neck. Steve? Well, let's start with this. Wringing his neck ain't going to do a damn thing. <laughs> but it Nothing. feels good. All he going to do is go over there and get his neck rubbed. Mm. Now, you already ain't listening to him, so he say. She easy to talk to because she listens. Here you is ringing necks. Yes. Now I got to go over here and get my neck rubbed out <laughs> by this same heifer that's talking to me and listening, pushing me. You just making it easy for the clean up woman to get your man's love. Oh no, that song was written for you. Now, let me walk you through it. Steve, you wrong on this one. Whatever. It's a letter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we what? don't know these people. You know, <laughs> we Steve, don't know I these people. people yeah. Steve, you wrong for that. Uh, you and your husband uh, have a great social life. We used to focus on keeping romance alive in our marriage. Well, you ain't got to do that no more, see? He don't have to focus on keeping it alive no more. Oh, his ears is live. He at dinner, out drinking. His social life, his life. But your boys is active in sports, so it's hard to find time to hang out together. Uh, it ain't affecting my husband's social life. I told you that. Hmm. He still hang out after work, and I got a big issue with who he's spending his time with. He going out with his secretary.
to have a quick dinner or just grab a drink. I don't know who you are. I can't call my wife and go, baby, I ain't coming home. I'm going to grab some dinner and a quick drink with this girl. Say that out loud. Act like you're on the phone, baby. It's me. Hey, how you doing? Hey, listen, I'm finna uh, go grab some dinner. You know, we're gonna stop and have some drink. I'm gonna be a little late. All right, take it easy. And how that sound? Crazy. So after they did it a couple of times. The first couple of times the two of them went out, you went up to the school and had a talk with both of them. Mm. When we come back, what happened when you went up to the school to talk with both of them? Mm. Well, I tell you what happened. Uh-oh. It ain't Uh-oh. go like you thought, did it? <laughs> We come back, we're going to go over what got said mm. to your face, what you missed that didn't get said to your face. Let the church say amen. 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 All right, coming up, part two of Steve's response to my husband's supportive secretary at 23 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you're in a relationship, there are a couple of important dates that require roses. So when you're looking for the biggest and best quality roses out there, check out my friends at 1-800-Flowers.com. Because right now, you can get 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. This is an unbelievable offer from 1-800-Flowers. 18 red roses for $29.99 or you can upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. These roses are so fresh, so fragrant, and so beautiful. I love them. When it comes to life special occasions, I don't settle for anything less than my rose authority. 1-800-Flowers.com So to order 18 red roses for $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for only $10 more, go to 1-800-Flowers.com Click the radio icon and enter code STRAWBERRY. That's 1-800-Flowers.com Code STRAWBERRY Hurry, offer ends Wednesday. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject, my husband's supportive secretary. Uh, <laughs> they used to have a social life. They worked on it and everything, but they got these two boys. They in sports. So you relegated yourself to taking them to all the sporting events and have practices and everything. Your husband, his social life good because he going out after work, dinner, drinks. And uh, you don't like who he going out with because he told you. Now, I don't know who this stupid-ass husband is, yours, you married to. But it ain't nowhere in the world I'd have told you about no woman I was going out there. <laughs> yeah, I would have been with some boys or anything. You'd have been driving no place. It wouldn't have been nobody in there. But me and I'd have told you it was me and my boys, and we was down at the uh, sports club or the sports bar. Ain't nowhere in the world I'd have told you that i go to have dinner with my secretary. And we grab a drink. Now, his secretary is married, too. But her kids is grown, so she ain't got to rush home after work. Now, they went out together a couple times. Then you went up to the school to have a talk with both of them. (laughs) Now, this is what she told the lady when she got up to the school. Please, what? We are merely co-workers and good friends that can tell each other anything. Mm. 
this woman had the audacity to tell you, the wife of this guy, we go out, we have lunch, we good friends that can tell each other anything. So I guess the part about him being married to his best friend, I guess that's going out the window. Right. That's just going out the window because he's got a new friend. We good friends that can tell each other anything. (laughs) Then he told me I should not have come up there and that that was nothing good. You shouldn't have came up here talking (laughs) to both of us. That's right. What you up here for? Ain't nothing going on. Now, later when he got home, he came in the door mad with you. Like he supposed to. Because what I done told you, ladies, the best defense is a good offense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say so that. you yeah. gonna just come up to the school, huh? Yeah. Oh, you come up to the school like you crazy. You know how crazy you look. Yeah. You know what them people said when you walked out of there? Yeah. Roll it, one roll in the back of your head you forgot to take out. No. Then really. you were all up at the school, <laughs> coat open. You look like that. You done tow it getting out the car. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Why Sitting up in there, lipstick all over, all over your teeth. You done got mad. <laughs> Tried to put it on in the car at stoplights. <laughs> Just up in here embarrassing me. Shouldn't have came up in here. Ain't got nothing going on. Now I'm home now. And I got news for you. He told her that I don't support who he is as a black man. Mm. Now, now, you going to dinner with your secretary, mm. having drinks and dinner, Really ain't got nothing to do with you being a black man. I appreciate the effort. Yeah, what was that? But that really that has nothing to do with being a black man. You gotta give it to him, man. You gotta give it to him. White men, right. Filipino men, Chinese men, Latino men, any of us that go to dinner with our secretary that ain't got nothing to do with being a good, strong Latino. <laughs> it has nothing to do with a wonderfully strong Asian. It ain't got nothing to do with that. So quit tripping. He he lied, but then he said, and the secretary easy to talk to. She listens to me. Mm. Oh, he stung her. I know that oh, yeah, that was. She that said, was I was hard. furious and humiliated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, it really hurt him, mm-hmm. but it made him mad that he had the gall to say it because he crazy. I don't, I don't know who you mad to. It's stupid behind. He one of them overeducated dudes. No, he's, he's so damn, he's so damn smart, he dumb. I'm going out to dinner with this woman, we having dinner and drinks. Then you come up there and talk about, I talk to her about, she said we talk about anything. Yeah, could because she listens to me. That was wrong. Meanwhile, he's hanging out after work. I'm running around with our boys, making sure they had all their practices and games. But I'm not supportive. I really need some good advice before I wring his neck. First of all, what you going when you say ring his neck, what that means? Just showing up. It ain't gonna stop nothing. You already mad. You done came up to the school. Mm-hmm. They still going out afterwards. Here's your only hope, and this is what you're gonna do. And I know you didn't already thought it, because if you done wrote the letter, women think of everything. I know you're gonna call her. I already know. Oh, she is married. You think that? I already know that's what she gonna do. Oh, Dog, she done wrote this letter. She ain't finna sit there and suffer by her damn self. Call her husband? Oh, everybody finna know about this. Here. Here's your love coming. Okay. Dog, I, don't see, I ain't seen nobody won't do that. Yeah. Oh, does your husband know y'all going out to eat and drinks? No, he mm. probably don't. Oh, of he course don't. he does, and he understands it's part of my work. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. 
I'm telling you. What husband is going to agree to that? No husband is going to be good. And what wife is going to agree with this? Right, none. So so that's why she going to tell the lady's husband. Now the lady husband going to come up here and sucker punch the principal. Bam! Which is her husband. Yeah, then he gonna end up doing some time because he one of them real educated dudes, real square ass dude. He came and he punched me. I wasn't looking. I'm there educating children and all of them. This barbaric man comes up there and goes, ask me, was I Howard? Of course I couldn't lie. I said, yes, I'm Mr. Howard. And plat out right in the eye. What's that sound? Plat out. <laughs> Heard my nephew say that once when he was talking to Steve Harvey on his radio show. And he just said, plat out right in my eye. And it hurt like all heck. And they're pressing charges. We got to go. Uh, email us. You don't like her no more. <laughs> Instagram us your <laughs> thoughts. Not if, if she looks like you've described her. All right, email us or Instagram yeah, us your thoughts. If she looks like me, I know good and hell well he don't want her no more. <laughs> Uh, today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM coming up in 10 minutes, guys. Senator Kamala Harris's town hall meeting. It was in Iowa last night. Ooh, we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Senator Kamala Harris has declared her candidacy for the presidency, and she has been busy traveling the country, South Carolina, her hometown of Oakland. And then last night, she was in Des Moines, Iowa at Drake University for a big town hall meeting with CNN's Jake Tapper as the moderator. Last night, she faced questions from Iowa voters. Here, take a listen. Senator Harris, racism has always been a problem in the United States, yeah. and the current administration relies heavily on fear-based tactics to justify racist policies that are further segregating us as a nation. We're creating an environment where people feel emboldened to say and do harmful things to people of color, to immigrants, and to the LGBTQ community. As the president of a new administration, what would you plan to do to make America safer for these people? Thanks for that question, Lindsay. And you're right. You know, this is something to the point of your question that has always been in America. You know, we have to speak truths about this. Racism is real in America. Sexism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia. These things exist in America, and we have to speak truth that they do so that we can deal with them. But we have seen in the last two years that there has been new fuel that is, is lighting that fire in a way that has been harmful, in a way that we have seen... When Charlottesville and, and, and a woman was killed, that we've had a president who basically said, well, uh, there were equal sides to this. We have seen what happened at the Tree of Life synagogue. And so we know that, that hate is something that in the history of our country and currently fuels not only dissension and division, but is, is, is actually can lead to death. And so we have to take it seriously. And here's how I feel about it. And I feel this very strongly. The vast majority of us have so much more in common than what separates us. And how I would lead on this issue is one, to start from that place in my heart, in my soul, which is knowing that when a mother goes to sleep at night, whatever her race, wherever she lives, whatever her socioeconomic condition, she goes to sleep at night with the same concerns 
Those mothers go to sleep at night worrying about their babies and their health, worrying about the parents and their health, whether they can get a job, keep a job, pay the bills by the end of the month, retire with dignity. If she's a young student, can she pay off those student loans? The vast majority of us have so much more in common than what separates us. And we need leadership in this country that recognizes that and understands that and also understands it is against who we are as Americans in terms of our values and in terms of what we aspire to be to ever fuel that kind of division in our country. And enough with these powerful forces that are trying to sow hate and division among us. That is not reflective of who we are as Americans. And we need leadership that recognizes who we are in our hearts and our souls, which is that we do think of ourselves and know ourselves to have more in common than what separates us. But there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. And we certainly, it's gonna start with the top and, and not fueling the kind of division that we have seen. All right. Okay. All right, that was the very first question out the gate at the town hall meeting. So, Okay, one, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. And this is serious. It's not a joke. Okay. When she was talking about homophobia, and then she said, what? Transphobia? Oh, yeah, transphobia. Uh, transgender people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what that meant. Because mm-hmm. she just said trans. And I, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. Transphobia. Transphobia oh, yeah. is what she oh, said. That's what she okay. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. She's not afraid to answer questions. Man, that debate gonna be Come something. On, man. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. It was a long question. It was, yeah. She she seemed very comfortable, you know, in her position right now. So, I mean, you know, this is the the, the beginning of it, right, so, Steve? And coming out early is good or bad? We well, well we established that it was good, especially for someone like her, right? Because we don't know her really. Right. right. I yeah. think for her, she's the only one out there right now, mm-hmm. so she's getting all of the coverage. Yeah. She's getting to stand there and, and make a ground. So now, everybody after her is going to be compared to her. Right. And, and if you slipping and sliding on your answers. She starts to looking better, well, and I think that's her bet. Yeah, and you start someplace like an Iowa because that's middle America. I'm that's just gonna say this right now: I'm not voting for Elizabeth Warren if she runs. I'm not voting for her. Why not? Oh, because get, of the rich tax that she's talking no, about. No, she talking about she just too Damn. much. She don't get it. I mean, I don't like the stuff she's done. You know the 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 the, the I'm a Native American comment. I didn't like that. And I didn't like the video she made about the beer. Oh, the beer. I just, and the other big reason I don't want to vote for her, and I hope she's not the nominee, she's not winnable. You, if she goes up against Donald Trump, Donald Trump wow. is the president again. Because she's not winnable. And I'm telling you right now, people are looking at, they look at all of this. I, now, if I had to vote between Donald Trump and Elizabeth Warren, I would. But I hope this party don't come down to that. We cannot put Elizabeth Warren up against Donald Trump. We got to pick the right person. And yeah, you got to consider <laughs> out of 15, 20 people. Uh, the Starbucks it ain't guy, Elizabeth Howard Warren. Schultz, and uh, he mm. might, you know, split the Democratic vote right down the middle, too. So we have to be strategic. We got to be smart because the main thing is to, to defeat Trump. Right. That's it. That's, that's the you goal. Know, that's and it. Yeah. I think one of the big things is they're trying to figure out who can beat him. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you can't just put anybody up there. I'm no. telling you, no, you, you can't. No, no. I swear I feel like we play in New England. I ain't lying to you. I feel like, <laughs> like it's going to be too hard. Mm-hmm. Because he, he, he played dirty. He played now real listen dirty. To me. He's a bully, though. He is more than beatable. Because he's hands down the worst president we've had. Oh, yeah. In the history. So he's beatable. <laughs> 
But you got to put the right person up there. Yeah, you exactly. do. Is yeah, it going do. to be uh, Kamala Harris? Kamala. Um, Kamala. Yeah. Is it going to be Biden? He hasn't is it going to? Yet. Somebody said Hillary talking about coming back. Yeah, Please. I heard that, Steve. Hillary don't that need show me. Yeah, let's just stop. Let's stop. All you going to hear is crooked Hillary. All you going to hear them damn emails. All you going to hear is that foundation trouble. You, Oh, man. Uh-uh. All right. Well, oh, no. Steve, we need a new horse now. Senator Kamala Harris said our United States of America is not about us versus them. It's about we the people. Well, so. that ain't how it is no more. So we can change that slogan. <laughs> All right, coming up in the top of the That's hour. The, uh, damn show us first dance. We're going to talk about Man. the Super Bowl. They may have some male cheerleaders for the very first time. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we talked yesterday about Tom Brady saying he is not retiring after the Super Bowl. He is coming back, all right? Uh, we talked about that. And we also, uh, this also came up. L.A. Rams head coach Sean McVay pumps up Rams fans right before leaving for the Super Bowl. Uh, McVay addresses the crowd before the team takes off for Atlanta, saying they have one job to do. Take a listen. We talked about winning a division. We talked about getting the first round by, winning a playoff game to get into the conference championship, winning the conference championship to get to the Super Bowl. We've been checking things off, and make no mistake about it, Got a lot of respect for the Patriots, but we're going there to get this last check. All right, man. <laughs> I'm talking about like that. Okay, now. What I'm talking about, boy. Get that check. Nobody's scared of y'all. <laughs> That's a coach right there. You want to play That's for the him. way you go uh-huh. in, though. You have to go in like that. Yeah, confident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Steve, uh, in other big uh, football news, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, that was a good speech, man. That's damn New England. <laughs> Tom Brady That's and Bill Belichick. Tom still Brady and Bill Belichick. You can do what you want to do. That's Bill now. All right. All right. Uh, nice, nice speech. Did you? Uh... Oh, y'all hadn't even got on plane yet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, they gone. Okay. Did you want to hear what Brady said, if there's any chance that uh, Super Bowl 53 is his last game? You want to hear that? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Take a listen. Is there any chance that this is your last game? Zero. <laughs> zero. Say it. I don't want to just say There's it. zero. Yeah. Okay. There's zero. I've said that for a long time. I feel like I'm I asked know. that a lot, and I feel like I repeat the same answer. But, you know, I've, I've set a goal for myself at 45, and like I said before, it's very hard to make it that far. I know how hard it was this year, you know, and the commitment it takes, and hopefully I've learned from some of the things that happened this year to be better next year. But every year is tough. Nobody give a damn. <laughs> 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 All right, Junior. I ain't mad at you. Junior. He like he sounds so confident though all he, the time. Well, Brady. Sure, he the reason why the Houston Texans can't go to the I Super Bowl. Know, I yeah. know. I'm playing until 45. Now I got four more years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, at least y'all talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> y'all did win eight. Y'all won eight. Yeah. Yeah, y'all won what? Yeah. Seven, eight. I mean, yeah. you won. Hell yeah, yeah, that was our Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, okay. well, let me tell you something. If we make the playoffs next year, y'all just Ooh, might as well just not even come in to work. Yeah, don't even come in here. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Huh? It ain't going to be nothing nice. So Dealing with me ain't going to be good. You know, I was voted most difficult in high school. Mm. I'm going to show you why. <laughs> okay, do you realize we're no, lo- no longer in high school? You do realize that. Oh, you can't tell that child trippy. <laughs> Who? Who? Child trippy. Who's that? Who's that? Dude in high school. What about him? Though? Yeah. So, man, if I get this 74 grand Torino, that's all I'm going to ever want. He still got it. 
So he's still in high school. school. (laughs) (laughs) I I do want to get to this story. Another big game news for the first time ever, Steve. The Super Bowl will have male cheerleaders for the first time. Male cheerleaders. Wow. Is that something for the ladies or what? What are they doing there? We had that in my college, so I'm used to it. Yeah. L.A. Rams. And so they can throw the other cheerleaders up real high. That's what they need. Okay. Up really right. high. But they don't Steve. throw cheerleaders in professional cheer. <laughs> yeah, they just stay making pyramids. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. We're not in high college. school. Hey, dog. Hey, dog. This somebody mama. <laughs> but you know, don't George Bush mama was a cheerleader. George Bush was a cheerleader. The president? president? Yeah, Which one? W. Cheerleader. Will cheer alongside their female counterparts. So there you go. Quentin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know Quentin? You know Quentin Barrett? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> I just know some Quentin. <laughs> I mean, you know, just like, I, I think it's cool. I don't know. I, I don't have a problem well, with it. they've been cheering all season. Yeah. So. I don't have a problem. Yeah. We playing Tom Brady and Tom, and Bill Belichick. We need everybody. We need every, in other words, you're saying we need every man on the every field. Every man on the field. We need the billboard. We need everybody. We need every water boy. <laughs> what he do? hot dog guy. The hot dog man. <laughs> God, we need everybody. Ice cold bear hat. Go Rams. <laughs> Come on, Rams. Oh, you cheering for the Rams, Junior? I'm just saying the game. It's, it's a big game for. We need everybody. We need in everybody. There. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, Major like, can, can the coach play? If he, if he should. If he should. <laughs> well, then who's gonna coach? That we doesn't don't make coach. any sense. You can coach and play. That is. You talking about the coach sense. for the Rams? Yeah, yeah. we need everybody. A lot of men. Yeah, they gonna need a lot of men. He's 33. He's very young. Yeah, yeah. As soon as somebody get tired, we put another guy. I have faith in the Rams. I just do. I'm just you do, you Shirley. Yes, I do. Yes, because seat. I'm in Los Angeles. Yes. That's right. What That's I where you do. live. If mm-hmm. they, I can't. If if them. I see That's the nice. Patriots complete three slant plays, What's that? slants where they run yeah. towards the middle of the field at an angle yeah. uh-huh. from the outside to the inside, if they complete three passes, the Rams will lose the game. If they complete more four passes or more. Man. If they don't stop that slant that so, they run. This linebacker then, that's what we And he throws about. that so fast, man. Dog, man. if they don't stop that, it's it's, it's going to be a long day. They march the field with it. But man. the Rams have Wade Phillips. And that boy. As a coach. Comes up with some defense. Defense coordinator. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Bum's boy. Yeah. Yep. I was yep. just going to yep. ask that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that Bum boy from down Houston. He got off that plane, had that big ass coat his daddy had on, but without the hat. Oh, he didn't have a ten gallon on. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> So Junior Young are in the playoffs, man. Oh, we are, huh? <laughs> we are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Somebody from through Bum Phillips. <laughs> y'all made it, man. I don't know why y'all. What we gonna do at my serious. house? I can't cheer for the rain. Oh, oh yeah. Why you can't? Right. Oh, that's right. Ah, Carla, do like I do. Just, just cook, Carla. Just cook. <laughs> just do like I do. Anybody walk in our house talking about the Rams and this Saints fan I'm married to, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Yeah, but who? Well, who is Tosh pulling for? Is he going to watch Neither one of them. So he's, he's not angry. even going to watch the game. Oh, huh? he don't even care. Yeah. He's he at want that both point. of them to just. Wow. Yeah, he's still heartbroken. Just go away. They want the game to end in a tie. <laughs> they play all in the Monday. <laughs> He's all in the Monday. Yeah. Super Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't. There's a party at the J spot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Boy, the Midwest and the Northeast, whoo, they are bracing for a dangerous deep freeze as a blast of Arctic air sweeps across the region, dropping temperatures to as low as minus 44 degrees. Amen. Really, man. Whoa, that's cold. That's cold. I'm going to tell you something, man. Yeah. You have to pray for people like that yeah. because that, that that's cold. so dangerously wow. cold. Yeah. I know what that feels like. Uh, I grew up in Chicago. I knew what that below? Yes, that's cold. I've only seen that once in Winnipeg, Canada. Mm, it yeah. was 56 below zero. Yeah, I've seen Jeez. it in Chicago, yeah. I've only seen that once, and it's mm-hmm. un, un, that's unbelievable. Yeah, you, you have to cover yourself up. You have to make sure you have layers no on, exposed. no skin exposed. You have to yeah. dress like a third grader. Nothing match. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to stay inside. Yeah, you do. Yes. You have to stay Going inside. Going outside is not smart because if you have any car trouble, and when it's that cold, mm-hmm. a lot of cars are going to get ruined because what happens is it freezes the oil mm-hmm. in the oil pan when it gets oh, that yeah, cold. Yeah. And if you start it, you can crack your engine block. Whoa. So you, when a car is that cold, you got to wait till it warms up a little bit yeah. uh, outside because a lot of times if you leave it out there real cold like that and that oil freeze, you start it up, you crack your engine block. Ooh, that's cold. That's that Because cold. that's why in places in Canada where, uh, where it's that cold, mm-hmm. like Winnipeg mm-hmm. and all that, cars have, you see them driving with the plugs that hang out the car. And when they get to uh, parking mm-hmm. stops, all of the meters have plugs on them and they plug their engine in because it keeps the oil in the engine. Oh, oh yeah, they got the heat on it. Yeah, oh, and parking spots in malls uh, and yeah. stuff. Every every mall spot has a four-way, you know, where all four cars meet in a heads-in parking spot. Mm-hmm. There's a post there with four plugs on it so each car can plug in. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. But when you have weather like that, you, I feel, feel sorry for like Canada is that man. way. Winnipeg, Canada, it's a lot of cities like that. Yeah, the upper mm-hmm. Midwest, Steve, it's saying, will experience its coldest wind chills in 20 years. Temperatures wow. in part of the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, Michigan, and Chicago could feel as cold as 25 Ooh. below. People in Chicago Ooh. got to stay inside yeah. when that happens. Yeah. And go check on people, man. Yeah, definitely, you know, get some phone calls in. You don't hear from them, and you young enough to brave it, and you can get over there, go over there and see about people. Because mm-hmm. people get in situations like this, is that cold is deafening. Yeah. yeah Check on people, say. man. Yeah. Frostbite. You Check on people. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of 40 below. i never heard of Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's ugly, man. Nine below. Mm-hmm. In addition to the sub-zero temperatures, parts of the region can expect blizzard conditions with as much as a foot of snow. In some areas, uh, this kind of cold, as we're talking about, it's no joke. Uh, you cannot go outside in cold like this. Yeah. Don't expose your skin. You can get frostbite. Uh, and, I mean, and quickly, too. Quickly. The, I was I was in the blizzard of 77 in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We had 36 inches. Wow. What, of snow? No, oh. Shirley. Of, uh, <laughs> of snow. Of what? Oh my of God. What? No, ice water. <laughs> you mean? Okay, yeah, all right. About? Of snow. <laughs> oh my God. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. When we went to break, you were talking about uh, 37 inches of snow in uh, back in you said 1977 when you were a kid. Three feet, baby. Woo! That's right. That's a lot. <laughs> What'd you do? Nothing. Man. What do you do? 
Huh? No, nah, man. We was, you were was outside? One of the gri- oh, dog. What? Oh, man. On Taylor Hall Hill? See? <laughs> dog, we everybody went in there and got a tray. You know the tray you eat on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, them was sleds. Oh, y'all was outside playing in there. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, man, we had a good day. closed everything down. Did you make angels, snow angels, and all no, that? No, it was too deep for that shit. Oh. If you make a snow angel, you was, that's an avalanche. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're a real angel for real. Yeah. <laughs> You're gone. Yeah, You're you gone. No <laughs> Not in three feet of snow. <laughs> no, it was crazy, man. It was, uh, I'll tell you exactly. But you remember 37 inches of snow. Yeah, in, in, at, at Kent State. Wow. That's Steve. like. Six, 40 Kent miles. What, 40 it? miles south of or west of Cleveland. What is that, Bowling Green? Is no, Bowling Green was north. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That is a lot. I would have never came outside. Uh, wind gusts up to 82. Let me, let me just give you what the National Weather Service said back on that day. Okay. Uh, the began in Indiana on Wednesday, January 25th, and struck Greater Cleveland on the 26th. According to the National Weather Service, winds gusted up to 82 miles per hour. Uh, what? Snow drifts uh. more than 20 feet deep, buried cars and homes. Wind chills made the air feel like 60 below zero. Woo! I'm telling you, man, I, w- I was there That's for that. Brutal. That was, it was. What did you <laughs> it, even... it was ungodly, man. Yeah. They closed everything. Yeah, they had. Uh-huh. And I, it was the drifts were so crazy. Like you say, the drifts were twenty feet high. Mm-hmm. Snow drifts. I mean, it buried cars, houses. You couldn't see people's front porch. Wow. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see their door. If that wind was blowing that hard and that snow, it pushed it up on your porch. You all you saw was snow from the ground to the rooftop and you saw no front porch no front door that's what you could see in cleveland it was amazing man it was amazing it was a great time to be a damn teenager i bet oh god i can do that that's a lot and i read that directly from the weather bureau so it was crazy man they had areas in there man talking about uh some winds were up to 111. That's like hurricane stuff. Mm. But you're talking yeah, about with snow. Yeah, yeah, with snow. Oh, it's wicked, man. I'd have been that's in some wicked. girl dorm room making ramen noodles. I know what I'd have been. <laughs> <laughs> How you going to get over there? Did you not hear the weather report? Get on How one did, of them boys. How you get over there? The same thing he was playing on the slide down the hill. That's how I'm sliding to her dorm. He don't be you listening I'm sliding <laughs> to her dome. Shut up, Jack. You can't even see the door. He just said. You can't see the door. You can Where get you there if you want to get there. Go to somebody's dome in a cake pan. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's sexy. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to close out this ignorant show uh, with Steve's closing remarks and uh, whatever else we're going to cover before we leave. All right, that's coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Uh, It's been a good day. Wow. A lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of things we talked about today. Uh, congratulations once again to uh, Taraji P. Henson for her star in the Hollywood yeah, Walk of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, Kamala Harris, Senator Kamala Harris, for announcing her bid and getting out there early. Really uh, smart move. In her race for the presidency, yeah. All right, Steve, time for you to take us home with some words of wisdom, closing remarks. Take it away. Well, my remarks today um, are all in the light of encouraging everybody. And I've decided to refresh all of my remarks in the morning and in closing because it's uh, it's time to get a, a new commitment that I've got to make uh, towards 2019. And one of them is to encourage as many people as I can. Um, I don't have to do this, uh, but I have to do this. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do it because people could say, well, Steve, you know, go on about your business, man. Don't worry about that. I, I can't do that. I can't. I have to do what's put on my heart to do. And I may not be as effective as a lot of people you know. I'm definitely not the most eloquent speaker. Uh, of all. I promise you I'm not. But I have a unique way of sharing my experiences. And it's my only hope is not for you to think anything of me, but to see if you can see yourself in anything that I'm saying and maybe use some of the tools I've used and some of the thoughts I've used to get me through some really, really challenging moments in my life. And I want to talk to you about planning today. Um, As you plan out your life, You plan out your week, you set your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, you have this plan in place. I want you to do one thing if you haven't already doing it. I want you to put God in these plans, man. I'm I'm just being serious with you. You know, look, you don't have to follow my faith. Uh, I don't push that. I don't, what your faith is is what your faith is. What you call God, you call God. I'm absolutely fine with it. The name that you attach to him is none of my business. It's not my call. It's yours. But you do have to have this relationship with God. And you can call him Jehovah, Allah. You can call anything you want to. I'm not, I don't know all of them, but you can pick anyone you want. It works. If it works for you, I want you to make it work for you. When you make your plans, When you're out there planning, put some God in it. Now listen to me. Try to view every day as an adventure of this plan that you've mapped out. But in this plan, when you include God and you ask him to help guide and order your steps as you follow the plan, it takes a little bit of pressure off of you. See, what I've done is, especially this year, I've made a conscientious decision to say to my creator, order my steps, show me what to do. Remove all fear and and moments of fret when difficulties or challenges come in front of me. When I hear the no, when I hear this what we gonna do, and it doesn't seem like it's in my best interest. I have a plan because I'm letting him drive. Because I just have the belief that he didn't bring me this far to leave me. So with that in mind, I'm simply putting him in all of my plans, letting him guide me so when the difficulties come, I know that he's in charge. I ask him to make me attentive, to pay attention 
to the flows of life, to trust that he's with me with the flows of life, that when it gets unbearable at time, to just let him hold me. You know, because I really do appreciate this this day called life that we have. This life in the day of, this day called life. I love it, man. I love waking up. I love experiencing life. I know it's going to be challenging, but I like it. And I just know that he's with me every single step of the way. So when them steps that I'm taking look a little shaky and it look like I'm falling and stumbling, I always know he got me because at the beginning of my plan, I put him in it. And I already understand, like I was talking to y'all the other day, that life is going to happen to all of us. Your greatest plan and your greatest attempts at success and happiness, you're going to run up into this thing called life. And life has its ebb and flows. It's peaks, it's valleys, it's ups and downs. But y'all, we got to hang in there. I'm going to keep saying it to you this year because I want you to hang in there, man. Stop panicking every time something go wrong. It's called life. Stop tripping when it don't go your way. It's called life. Keep talking to God. He has a plan for you. And in these plans, they're going to be tests. See, if you say you want to be successful and you say you want to be happy, you're going to get tested along the way. How bad do you want to be successful? See, so listen to me. Let me let me show you what I've learned. If your plan is to be successful and you strike out to become successful and then bad stuff happens to you and then every time something bad happens to you, you fold up your tent and go, you go home. Well, guess what? You didn't pass the test. So even if God allowed you or you got successful, as soon as something happened after you become successful, guess what you're going to do? You're going to fold up the tent and go home. So why would he give you all this success and you don't know how to take care of it? You learn how to take care of success by learning how to take care of the situations that get in front of you that's called test. You got to get to learn how to handle these tests you got to get tested so when you get the where you're going and you get the results of your hard work, the test, you pass the test so you can now hold on to it. It's really that simple. I'm going to keep talking to y'all, though. Those are my remarks for today. Drop it, Steve. Drop oh, it. Mm-hmm. Have a great day, Junior. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.